If you want to hear my soothing voice in even better quality, then get yourself a set of Studio headphones. It's like studio without the T. Technology meets fashion with Studio. The revolutionary Scandinavian design matches the quality of even the highest rated headphones on the market for a fraction of the cost. Try the Regent. It has 24 hours of active battery life, 20 days of standby life, Bluetooth, and an auxiliary cord if you don't want to use the wireless option. You can also personalize your Regent with interchangeable caps such as white or black marble designs. Go to studio.com and use the promo code KINDA DATING for 15% off. That's S U D I O.com and use the promo code KINDA DATING. Hey, hey, guys, thanks for listening to Kind of Dating, the comedy dating podcast, where I, your host, Natasha Chandel, and some cool guests break down the dating world and try to figure out why the fuck do we all have commitment issues. Today's topic is maintaining your relationship. You got one. Now, how do you keep it? Let's find out. Hello, friends. I'm Natasha Chandel. You're listening to Kind of Dating. Friends, if you like today's episode, remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get it and leave us a five-star review. We love to read them, and I promise you we'll shout you out on the show or on our socials. We're at Kinda Dating on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and I'm at Natasha Chandel on Facebook, Instagram. And some bitch took my full name, so we'll just go with at Natasha underscore Chandel for Twitter. Um, follow all of us there. Um, I have an awesome guest with us today. It's an old friend. Um, his name is Peter Murrieta. He's an Emmy-winning executive producer and writer, best known for one of my favorite shows when I was young, Wizards of Waverly Place. Um, he's also been, uh, for the last two years, a producer and writer on the hit CBS show Superior Donuts. And he's about to start a new Netflix series, with one of my favorite comedians, Gabriel Iglesias. What up, Peter? Hey, what's happening? Oh my God, I'm so happy to have you on here. I know it's great to come to Burbank. Right? <laughs> that <laughs> yes, we are we are at the new studio at Starburn Industries, yeah. and we know you because you used to be our head of yeah, um, one of the two yeah. Peters. Yeah, mm-hmm. me and me and Albers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we want to thank you for like your support of Aww. kind of dating always, and like you've been a, an awesome friend to us. Thanks. So thank well, we you. love the show, and we love what you do. Yay! Thanks. Okay, so the love fest is over. Sure, sure, <laughs> sure, sure. Let's sure, get sure. down to the real sure, life. Sure, sure. IRL. Um, okay, so we ask every guest this. I already know because there's a reason we brought you on the show. Okay. <laughs> um, single or in a relationship? I'm married <laughs> for how many years? It'll be 26 years. Holy June 28th. Shit. Yes. That's basically as old Most as of me. your life, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, because that's actually older than me because I'm 18, right? That's what we just... That's absolutely the probably yeah. the case, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Um, wow, that's amazing. I know, uh, right? Do you guys get bored of each other? <laughs> uh, no, there's a lot going on. Yeah. There's a lot going on at headquarters all yeah, the time. Yeah, there's always like something to... There's a couple of kids, there's... Uh, the house, there's yeah. each other, there's a ton going yeah. on. Yeah, do you time. guys like travel and like do you know, uh we do, but not the cool way I guess the best way to say about that is um we're often places where somebody will go, Oh, we just came back from Safari or we just came back from Morocco or Egypt or whatever and my wife will go, Why don't we do that? And I say, Well, we've got a twenty one year old baseball player and we've spent probably the last 10 years going to places like Atlanta, Georgia and um, 
Denison, Ohio, and all those really hot spots. So we haven't really gone on safari, (laughs) but we've been to a lot of like small towns and watched a lot of baseball. But, you know, I think um, we're trying to get to Alaska. My young son wants to go. And we kind of think we'll travel when they're gone. That's kind of what ends up happening. Like my my parents, they started after we kind of left. And now the cool thing is as we get older... Like, I take them when, where I go. That's so, cool. So, like, last year I had um, my really good friend got married in Thailand. And uh, I was just like, look, his parents are going to be there and all, like, yeah. this extended family. So I was just like, why don't you guys just come? I haven't seen you in a few months because now they live back in Canada. Mm-hmm. So instead of me going back home, now I try to make these, you know, more creative ways of us spending time together. So I... Was like that's great. To Thailand, that's great. And we went to Singapore. That's great. That's like their way of also seeing. So hopefully that's kind I of. Hope so. be the I hope so. I hope so. I hope Joaquin's listening and Joaquin remember, some notes. <laughs> like you know, buy some tickets and take me somewhere, dude. But you know the the amazing thing is like it's it's so it really is a feat to <laughs> just sad to say twenty six years. With I somebody know in we had a nice age. party last year for yeah, our twenty fifth, yeah. and it was super cool. And uh, my manager and my agent were there. And my manager was like, what an accomplishment. And Cause now I guess I it think, is, but it's like. Cause when, and like for me, I'm like, man, one year with somebody is like five years now. Like it's, <laughs> that's what it feels like to me. I'm like, well, oh, six months. Is do like, you think, is it Hollywood or is it the generation? No, no, it's definitely because it the... I mean, I'm not from, I'm not from here. I've only yeah. lived here for the last four years, but I've been an East Coaster. And I mean, I think New York is even worse. New York, it's like. Damn, if you're yeah. actually even official, period, you're like, this is like serious. I think we Are talk we about, we do, we do talk about all the time that we're really happy we were already married when we moved here. Yeah, I can't yeah, imagine yeah. trying to figure that totally. out. Totally. In, L- in yeah. LA. That, that just seems And I think the crazy. thing is, like, the reason I want to also, you know, have somebody like you on who has an established, you know, relationship um, for a lengthy period of time yes. is because a, a lot of times in, like, the dating world, everybody's just focused on, like, getting right. the relationship, just right. getting there, just making it official, period. That's it. I, I got it. It's a boyfriend. It's a girlfriend. That's it. But we don't talk about, like... How do you maintain that? How do you continue to be somebody's boyfriend or girlfriend um, yeah. in a healthy way? Yeah. It's easy to get it, right? now. I, I guess, guess so. I, I mean, guess so. I, you know, I think, well, I think we were very happy when we got here and we were married already. And I think, um, I know it's not quite the answer to your question, but I, I was just flashing back to, you know, I had friends and we were, we were together maybe five, six years and I have a friend call me and say like he was married and he was having feelings for somebody he was working with and he was starting to step out on her Mm -hmm. and I would always think to myself like I'm exhausted Mm -hmm. with the one relationship I have the job I have and I would have my friend call me and I'm like what are you doing like I, I, I don't even know how the time forget about the ethics where's the time come from buddy I completely agree and then flash to now and it's Interesting. We have a group text. The family does, and we all share our location. And somebody was like, "Oh man, is that or how are you with that?" And I, I was like, yeah. "There's nowhere that I am ever where that anyone would feel like, oh my god, what is he doing there?'" Mm-hmm. So fine. Yeah. It's just you know, and plus at my age, it's more about 
safety That's if I how fall I, somewhere. Actually, and, we've uh, talked people about need the, to find me. We've talked about that on the show several times. Like I have that. Like my family and I are very close, and you know, even I've I've lived away from home now in a different country for ten years. My parents still always know. Kind of where, where I are. am, yeah. like through the day, at least like I'll just I talk to my mom in the day and I'm like, oh, I'm going here and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. Yeah. Just so like it's a safety thing. And when I date people, I'm very much like I don't want to know every step of what you're doing. But at the end of the night, I'm very like, do you get home? OK, you safe. And it's not like in a controlling way at all. It's just literally like I just want to make sure you're alive and you're good. Well, it's care. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, that's it. Um, and some people like to me, it's weird when people just don't know where their family or loved ones are. I'm like, oh, you don't know at all. Like, they're like, oh, I didn't talk to them for like two weeks. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think because I'm not looking to social media to meet people, mm-hmm. I think that for me, like with my parents, like it, 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 Facebook and Instagram are all kind of tools to stay in touch. Yeah, yeah. And and like I know where my dad is mm-hmm. because of what he posts, or I know where my mom is. And then I think my kids too, mm-hmm. you know, and I think there's some, there's some, um, I harass my oldest son cause I know he's got, you know, his fake profiles, but I also right. have friends that <laughs> will go ahead and try to Uh-oh. friend him on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he'll do it because I have some super cool friends. Mm-hmm. So he's like, Oh, your dad, you know, so-and-so's following me. And I was like, are they? <laughs> so then that means you admit you've got a fake profile. That's uh-huh. cool. And then he'll defollow them and then change his name again. So I'm sort of just rooting <laughs> Still through. Still trying to have some yeah. privacy. Yeah, and I'm like, I no, guess that's no, life. I'm smarter yeah. than you. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the best part when you know you're smarter <laughs> than them. Um, so, okay. So the reason I want to also yes. talk about this is because I don't think um, our generation is as equipped to or, or like have realistic expectations of what it takes to maintain a relationship. Okay. So I wanted to ask you that, like, what is, like, let's start with, like, what is the biggest misconception people have about maintaining a relationship? And I'll start with giving you one example of what I think. People think you never fight. Right. It's like, oh, a right, the good, the right relationship means you don't fight. Yeah. There's tons of fighting. Tons of fighting. Yeah. I will state, let me, let me peel all the way back to like, I have a, a good friend. I want to keep everybody anonymous. Yeah. Yeah. Of course we don't say names. But I have a good friend, a uh, um, long time friend. Mm-hmm. She and I worked together mm-hmm. for a long time and, um, she was dating. She was single. She's a little bit younger than me, but not by a lot. And, um, she would talk about, for an example, she's like, Oh, I was at this party up in the Hollywood Hills and I met this guy and oh man, we, we we made out right away. Like he walked me to the car, we made out right away, and then I gave him my number. And it's Tuesday, and he hasn't called. Mm-hmm. And it was a Saturday party, mm-hmm. and she was kind of amped up about it. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, are you are you asking for my advice, or are you just telling me what's going mm-hmm. on? And she's like, no, I want to hear it. But I think you're going to make fun of me. And I was like, well, I'm going to make fun of you, but you should hear it. And I said, I think there's this energy that happens when you're meeting people, at least way, way, way back. Yeah. Where she was having a full on fight in her head with this person who hasn't called her once yet. Mm-hmm. So she's like, and then this is going to happen in his three days. And I said, and then he's going to call you. And he's going to say, hey, what's going on? And you're going to be pissed. Mm-hmm. And I said, I-, I think you have to understand, at least generically, with a guy. I go, 
he probably was wearing Levi's. He was at the party. He went home. Those Levi's come off. Your phone number's in the Levi's. He may not yeah. touch those pants for three, four days. He's picking them up. He's doing laundry. He's folding them. Yeah. He pulls that number out. He goes, oh, I enjoyed talking and making out with her. I'm going to give her a call. And then the next thing that's going to happen is you're going to yell at him. Yeah. I go, that's not uh, that's not healthy. Yeah. You got to kind of put yourself in the other person's shoes and not think that they're thinking about you 24-7. Yeah. Yeah. And you not know? have like those, uh, the expectation right off the top. Like, I'm a super, super realist. So for me, I'm just like, you just met an absolute stranger. Right. And you're expecting that absolute stranger while, mind you, you're probably at a party You've probably met three other strangers at that party. Yes. And that guy's probably met three other strangers besides yes. you at that party. But besides that, you two, okay, fine, happened to make out. But now you're expecting that the stranger owes you something because you've created a story in your head that right. this is the love of my life. Right. Which makes me then reflect on you and go, how come right. you right. suddenly think this person right. is the love? You don't know them. They could right. be crazy. They could be a maniac. They could be a serial killer. They could be Jack the Ripper. Or... You know, Which, who is all of the a above? A drunk, someone who didn't even remember <laughs> yeah. what they did, you know? Like, who knows? Because sometimes I go to parties, and I might meet a cute guy, and I've forgotten his name by the time. That's right, that's <laughs> so right. So I have his number in my phone, and I'm like, whoop, yes. forgot which one he was. Yes, so... yes, yes. So anyway, I, I think that that yeah. energy is tough, and I think that for me, um, it's finding that person, when you find that person who you can actually be so open with that you can say... Hey, I didn't call you for three days. Were you spiraling? Yeah, I was spiraling. Like at the very beginning and that that just sort of nakedness of like, yeah. Uh, yeah. The you vulnerability. Know? Of yeah. Like, I yeah. mean, I, I know that um, on my very first date, I told her that I was uh, struggling with addiction issues. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was even before we got seated at the restaurant. And I was like, I don't know whether to do this or not, but I really liked her. And I thought, mm, I just got to unpack this immediately mm-hmm. because if it freaks her out, then that's cool. Then, then, then she goes gonna, away yeah. and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and so that was fine. Yeah. Yeah. On the other side of it, she, um, had just gotten out of a relationship with somebody. And uh, maybe it may have been the first date. All happened the first date. Mm-hmm. So I unroll that. And then she's kind of okay with it, but clearly on her heels. And then she starts talking about this guy she broke up with. And she broke up with him because, um, partially because of the age difference. Because mm. he was younger than she was. Oh, I just went through that. Yeah. And so she said... You know, he was this many years younger than me, and I just don't want to do that again. And then she looks across the table at me, and she's like, you know, and you, like, we're the same age, right? And I was like, "Mm mm-hmm, we're totally the same age. (laughs) And we were five years apart, and back then, that was a big deal, a big gap. Like, you were younger. I was younger. Okay. And so, as we progressed, I felt like I had to kind of tell her the truth at some point but i didn't know when especially when birthdays were coming around i mean but all kinds of things like this is back in the days where you'd write checks at the grocery store and they'd look at your license for oh yeah so like we had moved in together and it was just getting after you moved in together is when you told me yeah and i was trying i there's a couple times i tried where i would say like she would come home and she'd talk about another couple that were Mm -hmm. in our same 
community or same crew. And she's like, can you believe so-and-so is dating so-and-so? I mean, they're that age difference. I was like, hey, honey, you know what? That's not that big a deal. And, you know, you should really get over that. And I would hear like, I know I should, but I can't. And I was like, mm, OK. And so it all kind of came to a head and in, 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 a, in a terrible way. And um, the only leg I had to stand on was calling back to her like all those moments. Like, remember when I said you should get over that and you said you should, but you couldn't remember that. Remember this? Remember that? Yeah. Like I was trying to find a way to tell you without and and basically she agreed with me that if I had told her the age difference when we first met, mm-hmm. she would have pulled up stakes right away. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, you know, I yeah. kind of I kind of snaked through on that one. Well, you got it. You know, I I mean, but it was let's terrible. Have the cap- yeah, yeah, let's have the cap. But I felt like that, I told like, her I was a drunk first. I was. Just, I was just super about to points say for that. that. <laughs> I was just about to say the 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 thing that you uh, kept a secret wasn't a a secret that would potentially negatively affect her life. Right. So like that's that's right. the difference I want to put right. out there because there are people out there right. who might be like, well, okay, <laughs> yeah, I don't have to tell her that, um, you know, I was in right. jail for That I was in jail or that I, or yeah. like whatever. I like, have another family. Because, yeah, exactly. Right. Because I'm like, oh, but I really love her. It's like that's not the, yeah. the, the secrets we're talking about. It's yeah. like the ones that don't negatively affect somebody and like the age thing you had already established that you guys have a solid relationship yeah and that you were already there for each other yeah so then the age part is a little irrelevant yeah. but like you're saying like these i so the reality is people have disagreements people have fights people have moments like this where yeah. like truths come out right like you're not supposed to know every single thing about somebody right away nor one. are you supposed like, to agree with them about everything mm-hmm. Yeah. And I find that to be like a big issue nowadays because like when I date people and I find like a lot of guys now, the recent ones, haven't had as much relationship experience. Really? So they like their longest relationships have been maybe six months, maybe. And I'm like, okay, And mine has been four years. And so it's like when when we have a disagreement, they get really upset about it. And I'm just like, why am I? Why am I the dude in this relationship right now? Right. Calm down. Right. We just had a disagreement. Right. We can agree to disagree. It's not the end. It doesn't mean I hate you as a person. Right. But you're allowed to say like Do you this- think it's all, and I'm sure you've covered this on the show, but like, do you think it all stems from, you know, let's start with social media. Let's start with a curated life. Let's start with a- I think it starts with, start with Disney the, movies. But that's what I mean. But <laughs> all these things that are pointing out like how it all is supposed I, I to be perfect. I used to work for Disney, so I love Disney. Uh, I don't. Amazing. I used to work Disney for Disney, and I'm not a big fan of them the greatest network. <laughs> um, I feel the- like, you know, from what you said, Disney movies, yeah. Instagram, curated life. There's a book I just read. Mm-hmm. I wish you could remember the title, and I would sound really smart. But it was about- um, this woman who was a, um, a college athlete mm-hmm. uh, on scholarship. I think she went to Penn. It might have been, it was an Ivy. Um, and she committed suicide. Damn. And um, this uh, uh, ESPN reporter wrote a whole book about her. But the underlying thesis is, even though she intellectually knew when she left high school and went to college, even though she intellectually knew, hey, I know these are all curated photos. Mm -hmm. She still couldn't help comparing her life Mm -hmm. as a freshman Mm -hmm. to her friends from high school's Instagram feeds. Mm -hmm. And she fell into a depression 
And and as you grow older, you see it in different ways, right? Like you see those couples who are like so perfectly and they, they look like, oh, everybody's like they've never had a fight in their life. I've said that to my brother and sister-in-law. Like my brother and sister-in-law had a tough time having a kid. And, uh, and they didn't get that like people on the outside didn't see that, that they had any struggles. Right. My friends would be like, oh, they have the perfect life. They're so cute together. And I'd be like, yeah, because guys, that's the image you put out. So nobody thinks that you're going through anything. And yeah. and the truth is you are. You're going through a lot. Yeah. Like, you know, they had a lot of personal I issues. Think you, and, and I think people need to know that. And it's all simple stuff. But, you know, I mean, and it's all stuff we've seen posted mm-hmm. and we've read in books. But it's that idea of just remembering everyone's got their own struggle. It's mm-hmm. the idea of trying to make something better for somebody else mm-hmm. besides yourself. Yeah. Simple stuff like that. And I don't I'd love to get your thoughts because we had a therapist on the show. Her name was Jody Frank. And she said one of, I think, like the, the best lines I've heard um, where she said, uh, your relationship starts after your first big fight. She's like, that's yeah. day one. Yeah. I think like so. that's and you when you think I about think it, so. a lot of relationships don't last after that first big fight. No, which is to me is like, oh, no, yeah, you I never can tell really you one right now. I can flash all the way back to one. There was a relationship before my wife where where um, this, uh, I think, girl, we'd say at that point, because I was definitely a boy mm-hmm. at that point. But um, we were getting along fine. Mm-hmm. It was maybe three, four months and this manager at a job I had, I worked in the box office at Second City. And uh, my manager was a woman. And I wanted to watch an Arizona Wildcat basketball game that uh, was on cable. And I didn't have cable. I was a struggling actor. And this uh, manager at my box office goes, oh, there's cable in my building. And she's working on Saturday night from mm-hmm. 3 o'clock till 1 in the morning. And she goes, just take my keys and go to my apartment and watch. And then, for reasons it's very unfathomable to figure out, this woman that I was dating like came over to the bar and asked somebody, and they go, oh, he's at Maria's house watching the basketball game. Mm. And she flipped. But Maria's right over there in the mm-hmm. box office window. And she flipped. And I remember that fight, and I remember in that fight being like, all right, we're done. Yeah. Like I can't even appeal to logic yeah to you to calm this down yeah. it's over it's over so i feel like you're right the first fight the first big fight is can the first determine. it can yeah. determine everything and in that moment even innately i don't think i had the tools to describe this yeah. but i think innately i went huh it's gonna be hard to have uh a fight with you when i can't even rely on yeah the facts of what's happening yeah. for you to calm down about so i was like i think i just blew doors out and and I think the the thing people don't realize is one like fights are normal and it's how you fight that matters and that's the thing is like you realize you know day one starts after the first big yeah. fight it's like how did you two fight because yeah. yeah. when I was in a four year relationship we had so many I really don't even like to call them fights I like I like call them debates or like you know like learning to understand each other because right. there were disagreements we had about things he had never been in another serious relationship I had had boyfriends and he would honestly get a little jealous about things and those little things that we would work through in a relationship or there were times I fucked up big time like I remember well I was just gonna say when you say you fucked up big time because to me with my wife when I 
would have a fight with her mm-hmm. and part of that fight what would come out of her mouth would be something that is a revelation to me about how she feels or how she communicates and the bad feeling I would have about oh no I yeah. I, I I don't want you to feel like that and I don't want to be responsible for that oh my mm-hmm. gosh let me make it right like mm-hmm. those are the moments you go this is worth it yeah because I've been in those same moments where yes. you hear that and you're like all right forget it like to me I've always had an issue because whenever I've uh, if I brought up an issue to some like a guy I'm dating they then assume that that disagreement means they are a horrible person instead of just saying like I'm telling them like I fuck up a million times in relationships I don't hold it I once you tell me you forgive me and I've said I'm sorry and I said I won't do this again or whatever I move on. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm just not going to do it again. Right. And I trust that you aren't holding that above my head. Yeah. But you, like, the other person also has to believe that. And I think nowadays people just, they're really sensitive. And I just really think our generation. I get it. But I will say this. It sounds like, uh, just to cap that conversation. I am a terrible and have been a terrible person many times in my life. We all have. And I can definitely remember, as you're saying that, times when. Like it'd be three in the morning and a uh, girl I was dating would call me. This is like back in college. Yeah. And she'd say, we need to talk. I remember this so specifically. <laughs> hey, we need to talk. 3 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. And I remember getting in my Volkswagen Beetle and it being super foggy at three in the morning. And I'm driving with those terrible headlights that Volkswagen Beetles have. Three in the morning. In the fog, 10 feet of visibility down to her apartment. And I remember going like two blocks and just turning around and coming home, pre-cell phone, calling her back and go, you know, we don't need to talk. Oh, (laughs) I get it. And you know what? Let's just call it. (laughs) So like I wasn't even willing to go there at that point in my life. But I remember so vividly like. Yeah, this seems like I'm putting my physical body in jeopardy to come have you break up with me. That's so funny. Let's just do that. But it's that. not. But this is what I'm saying. It's sometimes it's not even a breakup. Right. Sometimes it wasn't. it's just a like. Okay, a good example. One of my exes, uh, literally, one of my girlfriends called me and she goes, "Look, you're you're my dear friend. I'm going to let you know. Uh, I saw his I saw his profile on Bumble, and she was like, but we were already in a relationship, and she was like. I would never hide that from you. I just wanted you to know. And I, I told her, I was like, hey, one, I'm going to stay calm because there could be a million reasons. And two, it's happened to me where I didn't realize I didn't deactivate an account. Something. And I was yeah. in a serious relationship and didn't know that that right. was still there. And I was like, oh, I thought that I just logged out and that meant it was gone. And they're like, no. I was like, okay. So I like had a conversation with him. And for a second, he got like really like defensive and thought he fucked up. And then, but he was like, He's like, I swear I'm not. And then he showed me his phone. And I was like, hey, we're good. And like, moving on. Yeah. Like, you don't have to have. Yeah. It was. Yeah. And I literally I called him and I was like, hey, you know, I just want to mention something to you. I try not to use the word. We, uh, need, to talk? we need to talk. Yeah. that's So a- I always just say like, hey, so something came up and I just wanted to like, you know, chat about it with you. Right. And then da, 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 and I try to keep my, my voice really calm. And right. like, but I feel like people take fights as like a thing and sometimes even if you do yell at somebody's fucking okay guys <laughs> well yeah and i think i will say this i mean just bare bones biology yeah the imperative is to propagate the species yes <laughs> that's the imperative right regardless of whether you really are going to or not yeah. there's couples that don't right but that's the imperative biologically 
So when you're talking about fights and things like that, like it's all rehearsal, mm-hmm. I think, for how you're going to be a parent. Oh, yeah. That's so true. if you're going to lose your shit on a daily basis over mundane stuff, yeah. then it's going to be a rugged road, yep. right? You've got to find a way to regulate or or it's just disaster. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, we're not done here. We're going to actually we're going to give you some legit tips on how to maintain your relationships. Um, But first, if you like what you've heard so far, give us a five star review on the app and make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can hear all of our episodes as soon as they come out. Um, If you don't know, we have 70 plus episodes (laughs) that we have done of the kind of dating podcast for you to binge. Um, Also, if you're sick and tired of your headphones sounding fine, but looking terrible or vice versa, then get yourself a pair of Studio headphones. Go to studio.com and use the promo code kind of dating for 15% off the new revolutionary Scandinavian headphones that match the quality of even the highest rated headphones in the market for a fraction of the cost. That's S-U-D-I-O.com and use the promo code kind of dating. I have mine. Now get yours. So we're here with Peter Murrieta. Hi. Uh, Emmy winning, produ- executive producer, writer, just a genius. You're comedy like Aww. gold. You're I'm gold. A, You're gold. I'm a guy who's trying to make it work. You're the guy I'm trying That's to be I'm, like. Okay. So. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> um, so let's give people, okay, before we like do a legit dive okay. into what we need, what do you think keeps people from maintaining relationships? I think it's ego. Uh, I think it's ego. I think it's, uh, uh, I guess, yeah, I love that answer because I was going to list like two or three things. No, there are other things too. No, but I think they all kind of come under that same umbrella. It's like not being able to put yourself empathetically in the other person's Mm -hmm. shoes. Choosing not to be vulnerable. Choosing not to be vulnerable. Which is also part of ego. Um, I think willing to die on a hill that doesn't even Mm -hmm. matter about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, you know, you read and you hear all these things like, oh, it's a lot of work. It is if what by work you mean paying attention. Yes. But it shouldn't be a lot of work in quotes Mm -hmm. like, oh, my God, I got to do this. Yes. It should be just paying attention. Yeah. You know, and, and there's a lot of lazy people yeah. who like don't want to even yeah. pay the slightest attention to anybody else besides themselves. Yes. So, yeah. like, yeah, you're not going to be able to maintain somebody, like, a relationship if you're not willing right. to realize it's two people. Right. <laughs> it's not just you. And I think the pitfalls are the traps. And I, it's been so long. So, you know, I think about what 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 are the things that people go, well, I don't understand why he can't be in a relationship with her, mm-hmm. although we shouldn't be talking just about he and she. But I think if you look at a guy, because I think about my male friends, mm-hmm. and I'd say this about my male friends, guys seem to be able to be friends with each other for a super long time without even going to each other's houses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so right? True. I'll pick yeah. you up before the game, be yeah. out front. Yeah. Off you go to the Staples Center. Off you go to Dodger Stadium. Um, and that's great. And I consider them to be some of my closest mm-hmm. friends. So I think that it's just a whole different ball game. Mm-hmm. And so if you're looking at that subset as that, like, well, that's worked. Why isn't this working? I think it still is ego. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
And and some of it is also like we said, the simple thing of unrealistic expectations, like yeah. thinking it, everything is always perfect. And I do say to people, I say like the right relationship is easy, and 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 like you said though, it doesn't mean it's not work. But that work isn't like hard, arduous work. No. It's just like you know, it's like when you love your job. It's still like you're still putting in some yes. effort into it, but yeah. you enjoy every minute of putting that effort into it. And it, it. sounds st- stupid almost to say it, but like, you know, before I, before I met my wife, I don't think I'd been, my mom, if my mom ever hears this, she'll probably argue it, but I don't think I'd been to a museum. Mm. I don't think, I, I don't think I came from the kind of family that would do that. And so... I'm just using that as a small, mm-hmm. small thing, but it's like get outside your own ego and go, oh, we're going to go to the Getty and I could easily turn into the eight-year-old boy who's like, oh my God, it's going to be quiet. There's going to be nothing to do. It's going to be boring. Oh. I'll have to look or up. I go, I'm going to the museum. Yeah. I'm going to get there. I trust myself that I'm going to find something interesting. Why? Because she's interested in it and I'm interested in her so probably if I keep my eyes and ears open, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. And on the same token, on the same bit of it, as we are now with each other for 25 years, she will often say to me, do you want to go do this? And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. But she'll go, nah, you don't want to do that. And I'm like, no, actually, you know what? No, I don't. Okay, yeah. yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't have to do that with you. Yeah. You know, now just, just yesterday of, yeah. we, we went and dropped one of the kids off at a party in Pasadena, and she could have done that by herself. Mm-hmm. But she's like, you're not working. Why don't you come with us? I was like, great. So then we're like, what do you want to do for here while we're here for four hours? And so I was like, let's, uh, let's go to Huntington Gardens. Let's go deal with that. And then the fact that we're married, here's how this works. You go to Huntington Gardens, and you both roll up after you find parking, and you go, 30 bucks to walk around. <laughs> so <true>. Flowers. <laughs> huh. Like now. Nah, and then it's like, Let, let's get in our car and go to yeah, Colorado Boulevard and exactly. we'll walk down that and hang out and get some food and whatever. Yeah. And we did that. But you're not in that world like, oh, I promised her honey mm-hmm. gardens and she'll probably fork over the 60 bucks for one hour. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, but I, it sounds like good communication. It sounds yeah. like you guys like can talk to each other and say, yeah, you know what? That's probably why you good. All right, it'll just be good. But it's also like communicating with like love, right? Yes. Like even the fights, you can fight with love, which is you're not gonna, uh, you know, in an ideal situation, you don't curse at each other. You're not. You're not ripping each other apart. No, and that that, that happens too sometimes. It does. It does. There's been a couple that you're like, oh my god, how do we get out of that? How do we get out of that? Mm -hmm. When you look back on it, you're like, how did we? show up at home later together Mm -hmm. but you did yeah and you forgive each other Mm -hmm. and but again it's a communication it's saying i'm sorry it's saying it with love it's meaning it. it's trying not to do it again and like those things quote unquote work yes but it's it's work that you that you're happy to put in because you love that person yeah yeah um yeah what else do you think is required when you're like trying to maintain a relationship um like just making time. Yeah, like the effort. Making yeah. time. Mm-hmm. You know, um, finding time, stealing mm-hmm. time. Uh, it's wanting. I always go back to it's wanting to do something fun with that person mm-hmm. 
and it doesn't even have to be first thought. I was going to say first thought, but like, I think during the day, a lot of, you know, hard work on for 12, mm-hmm. 13, 14 hours a day, but you rush home and I'm not rushing home to open the mail. <laughs> yeah, I'm rushing exactly. home because I want to go, how was your day? What's going on with you? Mm-hmm. Talk to me about you. And I think that's, again, simple to say, mm-hmm. harder to do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm guilty of showing up at home with nothing to say because yeah. I'm so tired. But I think it's about wanting to know what's going on. And what about, you tell me, as you know, you guys have been together for a long time. It's also, uh, I think, part of a relationship is also maintaining your individuality. Yes. Like yes. having some, sometimes like... You sure. actually sure. keep the relationship fresh and what? Sure, she has her friends. doing your own thing. She has yeah. her friends. I have my friends, yeah. yeah. Some of them overlap, absolutely. Yeah. I think it's doing your own thing. I think that um, she has been on a Grace Jones trip for the last three, four weeks. I come nice. home, she's listening to Grace Jones on uh, Alexa. And uh, it's awesome. It's not my music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, yeah, yeah. But I mean, but it, but it's. It, I brought it up specifically because I think when we first moved in together, and I can't, you know, I don't want to hear all the cliches. You hear all the cliches, but mm-hmm. like, we moved in together. We're in our fifties now, so when we moved in together, it was about putting your record collection together. Yeah, like literally your vinyl record collection together. And I remember I had all my albums, all my albums. I was Rolling Stones. I was punk. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't have any time for Jackson Brown. I had no time for Tom Petty. I had no time for the Doobie <laughs> Brothers. And this was all the stuff in her crate. Mm-hmm. And uh, many apartments later, many homes later, there sits all those albums. And separate lives, right? Mm-hmm. Separate music. You go see that show. I'm going to mm-hmm. go see this show. Um, sometimes we go together, we went mm-hmm. to many Stones concerts together, but last year, do not know why, do not know why someone upstairs was looking down. I don't know, but Hollywood Bowl, and I was like, hey, do you want to go to Tom Petty? And she's like, I do. And I said, God, I've never seen him. You know, I don't, I don't pay much attention to him. I don't dislike Tom Petty, but he just feels like one of those guys. And so... Mm-hmm. The day of the concert, we, I'm texting with her, work's going late, and I'm like, I don't know, you know, and we're also in an age where a lot of times, and we make enough money that a lot of times you're like, I know we have those tickets, but you know what, let's just go home. Yeah. And she's like, no, I'm going to go, because Lucinda Williams is opening, and you love Lucinda Williams, and like, let's just go, I'll meet you there. So I'm over at the studio, and even then, I'm like, I don't know. And she's like, no, pull it together, and come. So I get there midway through Lucinda's set. She was great. We had okay seats. I sat next to this guy who had driven from Vegas, Mm -hmm. and it was his 12th time seeing Tom Petty, and he was pumped. And then Tom Petty put on a great show, Mm -hmm. and then he was dead two days later. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. That thing, whatever that thing was, and she didn't know it, but Mm -hmm. she knew it was important, and so I followed her lead. And I'm really glad I did because we had a great time. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what happened yeah. to Tom after, I was like, oh, my God, this guy's great. He's a great showman. Yeah. This is a great show. This is awesome. And it was a bit of compromise, right? It's right. Like, and it's doing something for somebody else yes. sometimes, which is part of like yes. thinking about the other person. That's right. And like, I've dated people who are completely opposite of me, 
And some people are like, how could you? And I'm like, but you know what? I learned cool shit. Like, right. I went paintballing for the first time. See, that's Like a great. few, like, you know, two months ago with the dude I was dating. And I got bruised like sure. fuck, but I loved it. I sure. realized, shit, I love paintballing. And I was like, I don't ever want to hold a real gun, but this is an awesome version right, right. of like, getting my shit out. And you learn stuff, right? Mm-hmm. You know what? And yeah. I, I, I think that's about being in a relationship, too, and also... I think just being in life, like mm-hmm. I will tell you, separate from being in a relationship, I will tell you how many times during my day at work where a young writer will say to me after I've said, oh, I have never thought about doing an act break like that. Let's try that. And then the writer will say to me, so you didn't know that? And then I was like, no, that's amazing that you've been doing this this long. And you don't have it all locked down. And I'll go, there's no reason to come in for me at this point unless I feel like I'm going to learn something cool, mm-hmm. do something I haven't done yet. There's no reason to do that. Yeah. So that might go back to young people in relationships. Maybe they feel like there's a moment where you go, I got it all. Yeah. I've listened to enough podcasts. I've read enough books. Mm-hmm. I got it. And I don't think you ever get it. Ever. Ever. Like, people get really worried when they date me because they're like, oh, you must know everything. I'm like, no. <laughs> uh, which is one of the reasons I'm right. single. I'm right. Like, no, you don't. You're and just struggling out loud. Yeah, exactly. Which is great. And I'm just like, and I was like, yeah, I've had long relationships, so I'm more aware of things. But that doesn't mean I have every answer. And that doesn't mean I don't want to learn. And every single person is completely different. So I'm always learning. And this is one last thing I would want to mention is like to maintain the relationship. Again, I'd love mm-hmm. your actual expert thought yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is like knowing the love language of the other person, right? It's that that silly like quiz oh, you test, can do online the of the do? love language. Yes. But I do think that it there's something to it where like I'm not somebody who likes getting gifts so if you give me a gift I'll be like "Mm, okay but if you like washed my car for me when I was really busy I'm like wow fuck thank you like that meant so much to me because like acts of service mean something but if I'm with somebody else and I know like they like compliments I've had to learn that like compliments mean shit to me but that person likes it so I'm like sure you're awesome you know, sure. you're going to fucking well, kick Well, it's funny. I took that test, like, mm-hmm. but not for Eliza. I took that test because we were writing an episode, mm-hmm. and me and my friend Betsy and my friend Rob and my friend Emily, we were all writing a scene together, and we took it. And I think I found out that I, it's time spent yeah, quality time. Is quality fun, yeah. time spent is the way I like to receive. Mm-hmm. And um, it's also how I give. Mm. And uh, and I remember thinking about before we were married, our mutual friend Christopher was with Eliza somewhere. And something happened that was, I would say, quote unquote, standard romantic. Not between them. But they observed. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if somebody brought roses to a table at dinner or somebody did so- something very um, romantic, but yeah. also very tried and true. Yeah, yeah. And Elisa said something about me, and uh, I'm trying not to get emotional about mm-hmm. this. This is crazy. Okay. But but he said to her, when she questioned, she goes, you know, Peter doesn't do that. And he goes, every time I go to a bookstore with Peter, he's like, Elisa would like this book. Let's get her this book. And he goes, he's thinking about you constantly. Don't, 
don't mistake the fact that he's not showing up with a violin to mean that he's not thinking about you. Mm-hmm. He's thinking about you constantly. And it made her really get it at mm-hmm. that moment when we were just dating like, oh, yeah, he does come home with things for me. But the things he gives me are the things he wants to share. Like, you should read this book because I read it. It's awesome. And we can talk about it. Or mm-hmm. you listen to this band because they're super cool mm-hmm. and they're not the Ramones, but they're somebody mm-hmm. like the Ramones. So I think it's that for me... And I think for the other person, it's not about taking that quiz. It's, again, communication. It's letting yeah. someone know how you're thinking about mm-hmm. them. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and both ways. I didn't um, cry, guys. It's no. pretty cool. <laughs> I pulled it back. You, you came so I close. Really I wanted did. to. I wanted you to no, get listen, there so we could have been If you had like... pushed me, I would have gotten angry. <laughs> That's why I didn't. That's why I didn't. I was like, hey, whatever you want. <laughs> I was like, it's okay. It's okay. Um, Peter, thank you so yeah. much for this conversation. I feel like was it helpful? Going. Yeah, it was. All right. I was like I entertaining I at any level? Nah. Oh, uh, that's what I thought. Uh, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I thank you for asking. If you of were. course. <laughs> I mean, I really want to communicate with you're you. Not, you're not done, though. We still okay. have six questions. Okay, it's great. The segment we do with every guest, um, we ask every single guest, guys, the exact same six questions. It's our dating version of the Bernard Pivot questionnaire made famous on Inside the Actor's Studio, but this is our original version. So, Peter. Is that what that's called? Yeah. The, well, no. They Yeah, it was called the Bernard Pivot questionnaire. On Piven? Pivot. Pivot. Bernard okay. Pivot Bernard questionnaire. Pivot. Is that a guy? Inside. Yeah, I think he was a psychologist. Right. And so he did that. I learned something. All right, go mm-hmm. ahead. So these are our versions. Okay. Um, Peter, what is the first thing you notice about a potential partner? Their energy? Okay. Yeah. And maybe eyes. Okay. All right. Yeah. What is your one deal breaker? Jealousy. Mm. Fucking sucks. What turns <laughs> you on? Um, These are tough, I know. I know they are. I'm trying to think. Cool. Okay, yeah, like somebody who's just cool. cool. Yeah. I was just thinking about not just my wife, but I was just thinking about like the women when I was in my teens and early 20s, like Chrissy Hind and like, you know, like a badass. Mm-hmm. That's sort yeah. of, you know, I don't, it wasn't the yeah. lead singer of the Go Go's, it was the bass player. Yeah. That one. I like that. Yeah. What are, what is one of your strengths and one of your weaknesses in relationships? My weakness is I sometimes think I got it all covered Mm. and I don't. And that's always a horrifying, like, oh, no. Uh, And then I'd say one of my strengths is care. Mm -hmm. Like, I really want everybody to be good. I want to take care of people. Uh, This is a tough one. What is love? Not to a dysfunctional way. (laughs) All right. I hear you. What is love? (laughs) Oh, love is open arms embracing everything coming down at you. Like like that. Um, This is a tough one. All right. Besides I love you, what three words would you want your partner to tell you? 
That's easy. I get you. I yeah, like it. That's easy. Nice. Some people are like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but that's eight words. Nope. I, I'm that's like, easy. Three. I get you. Um, Peter, you're awesome. Thank you so much. Oh, How can people you. find you on social uh, media? Where Peter. can they find out about your show? Mighty Peter is Instagram. It's Twitter. Uh, my Facebook's just for friends and family. Yeah. Um, and my show is going to be on Netflix. Uh, I guess um, it's not going to be out till next year, but Superior Donuts just ended on CBS, but you probably still watch any of those episodes on the, on the CBS All Access. Um, one Day at a Time, I did that show for Netflix. I was in the first season of it Amazing. only, not the second one that's just out and the third one that they're just starting to shoot, but I love that show, uh, and I love that I was a small part of the beginning of it. And um, uh, Wizards of Waverly Place, you can see probably on Disney's new app or whatever, but... They're probably not going to give me any of the money from that. Yeah. So you know what? Whatevs. Um, by Disney. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, you can follow us on social media. We are on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Kind of Dating. Uh, I'm also on Facebook and Instagram at Natasha Chandel and Twitter, Natasha underscore Chandel. Thank you so much for downloading this episode. If you can take a few seconds and review us on uh, Apple Podcasts and download the rest of our shows, I'd appreciate it. Um, thank you to Starburn Industries for allowing us to uh, record in your awesome studio. Send us your dating stories and thoughts to kindadating at gmail.com. Finally, I know it seems tough out there, but just try. Till next time. Mm-hmm.